quote, a voice from Pacific Rim Uprising, as later turns out it is John Boyega. What is a Jaeger? It is you times a thousand. Tall as a mountain with a beating heart that burns as bright as the sun, enabling us all to become the most heroic versions of ourselves. Well, Jaegers help you become the most heroic version, and we're here to help you become the nerdiest version of yourself. You're very welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're listening to Nerd Out. I'm Jen Spears, and with me as always, well, at least in voice, I've got Mr. Robert Lloyd. How are you, Rob? Um, I'm sick as a dog, so um, I'm great. working on about well, 35% full capacity. So, oh, yeah, you two might get uh, a word in edgewise. We might get some airtime, <laughs> Sandro. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Sandro? Oh, but Sandro's not oh, with me, as usual. Oh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, good. good. Had a day off, so it's been fun. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, we've been, Even um, the people, Sandro Felcher needs to take a day off. He needs to take a day off from being the people's Sandro Felcher. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as I mentioned, we we are recording in separate locations. Uh, we were separated for talking in class, um, so we're no longer allowed <laughs> in the same room together. Rob and myself mostly we from need- fighting. That's true. We are having a good, hard look at ourselves, though. That's right. We are. We're pulling our socks up, and we're going to continue on to bring you the latest in nerd news and things and happenings and things. Yay. (laughs) Good hosting, Jen. That's it. So if you hear a dog in the background, you know why. (laughs) But yes, we are are uh, recording separately, um, but we're getting together in spirit uh, to bring you another episode. Uh, This week, we... Went to see uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Um, mm-hmm. We were all going to go to the premiere, but uh, things happened, and I ended up going. Uh, I represented <laughs> the podcast on my own. Go me. So thank you, Universal, for that. Um, but yes, we all saw that, and we will talk about that a bit later. Um, before we get to the question that's on everyone's mind every week, um, <laughs> we're going to do a really quick, uh, quick review of uh, a TV show that came out last week. I think it, it premiered the pilot episode of Krypton, mm-hmm. which if you've been listening to the podcast, you would know we've been um, anticipating with not great in, uh, like talking about enthusiasm. It. Yeah. <laughs> we've Just, been talking about it. We've been talking yeah. about it. Yep. So yeah, we all watched the pilot. Um, I might throw it over to you, Sandro, see what sure. you had to say about it. Uh, yeah. Well, Krypton uh, takes place... Um, on a planet called Krypton. Who'd have thought? Uh, it follows a character called Smeg L. Just sure. And where um, have we heard that the name of that planet before, Sandro? Krypton. Oh, because it's because <laughs> it's, it's related to Superman. So there this follows go. Superman's grandfather. You didn't know. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't hate this. I didn't hate mm. it. I didn't mm-hmm. hate the first half of it. When it gets closer to the end, it started to get re- really gimmicky and annoying, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, I wrote a very small review on Facebook about it, which a lot of people were like, well, I'm not going to watch it. Um, so I guess maybe I was negative about it. I don't know. But I basically said... <laughs> you turn people off. <laughs> There's a lot in this that I really enjoyed. It's just the execution that wasn't great. Yep. And I don't know if that's a TV budget or because David Escoya was involved oh. or... <laughs> the cast, you know, we all know what the S stands for. Shit yep. house. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I liked. I like the setting. It seems like it's a cool middle ground. It kind of feels like it's setting up the Christopher Reeve films. Yeah, which I like. Yep. It 
feels um because like even the superman theme by john williams plays in the show mm. so it kind of feels like a prequel to that which i kind of like yep but the casts are all bad yeah uh, man <laughs> like yeah and, yeah i don't know okay yeah there's some cool stuff in there so you do you think you'll continue to watch i guess we'll have to i'll give it one episode more oh oh is that your cutoff if you don't like two I give them th- well, three usually. Yeah, I think three is good, but I feel like if I watch any more, I should probably go back to Gotham and Black Lightning as well because they're better shows. Okay, fair. So yeah, fair. it's like I don't know, but yeah, I might give it another one. What did you two think though? Yeah, it was a bit schmear for me. There were some interesting winks to the past. I did like the introduction of the uh, John Williams score because for me that's the definitive uh, Superman score. It was good yep. to have a, a nod to that. Yeah. Um, little nods to um, you know, the House of L. Their colour scheme is blue and red, which was nice. Um, but I think I'm going through Sandro's uh, March Fatigue. I think it's not just uh, the sickness uh, taking over me. It's a case of <laughs> I just... I just went, I don't know if I have the time or the effort to put into something new that doesn't really fire on all cylinders. Yeah. Even on a pilot, even a pilot takes a couple of, you know, a, a new show takes a couple of episodes to warm up. And that's sure. Okay. But hmm. it was just, you know, part of me there going, why do we need to see, uh, you know. <laughs> that's it. Why do we need yep. to see Clark's uh, grandfather story? And I'm seeing it and I finished at the end of it and went, I still don't know why. Yeah, um, I'd much rather see Clark bring yeah. Clark back. Yeah. It doesn't really set anything up. Like it doesn't. I guess it kind of sets up the Brainiac's story, which we already knew was coming from a trailer. But it doesn't really set up any arc or anything. Yeah, yeah. Brainiac looks rad. I mean, bad name, really. Like his. <laughs> I like it's like his actual name is Brainiac. I'm like, don't think so. Um, he's probably not got an English name. Uh, anyway, I just think it's a dumb name. Um, yeah, for sure. I agree with it, Rob, saying it something that doesn't fire on all cylinders, especially when it's not a original story. It's like just you gotta make it. It's gotta be fucking awesome if you're gonna get me to watch another something about this world. I don't know. It just yeah. yeah um, I think if it was yeah. a standalone, if I'd watched that and either didn't know it was about Superman or just yeah didn't know it was a sort of a p- part of that universe. In, yeah, cool, about a guy, like, trying to save, like, possibly needing to save his planet. Cool. But because mm. I yeah, I think as as part of that universe, I was kind of like, don't need it. Um, the time travel thing, again, really shits me. We know this. We know it shits me. <laughs> and it was kind of like, yeah, yeah but mm. but how did you get that item? But 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 there's a lot of me going, but but how? I guess that yeah. they'll just, they'll, you know, um, look into that further, but... Uh, we'll see. I might give it another episode as well. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at what they're saying is coming up. Apparently, Doomsday and Hawkeye are going to appear in this series. Okay. So that's weird. Um, oh, and Adam sure. Strange is a main character. I kind of got the feeling that he was only going to be in the pilot from what we saw, but it looks like he's going to keep coming back. Uh, which yeah, is cool, see, I, I guess I got the impression so. from the trailers that he was bigger, and then when he kind of disappeared in the in the pilot, I was like, wait, and then he came back. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really care for his character, to be honest. Yeah, same. We'll see. Yeah, all a bit schmear. All the adult cast were quite good, but all the young yeah, cast were kind of crap. <laughs> but yeah, I'd give it... I'm not going to rate it, but I might. I'll give it another episode. 
Yeah, same. Okay. Yep. We might come back next cool. week and do an update. If we watch it, then probably won't. Probably going to sleep on this one for a while and catch up. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Watch a few other things. Um, well, enough about that. Let's talk about what we all came to talk about well, every week. We all look forward to it. Uh, we ask the age-old question. <laughs> age-old, so old. Uh, what have we been consuming lately? Let's start with you, Rob. Other than um, cold and flu meds, what have you been? <laughs> what have you been consuming? Uh, I've been catching up on uh, Flash season four. Cool. So um, I just uh, saw the most recent episode of Run Iris Run yesterday, um, and this is yeah golden era for the Flash TV series. Uh, Sandra and I have talked about it in the past, in the dark days of us doing Skype call. Oh, oh. uh oh, you're getting flashbacks right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, season two had its issues. Season three was good, but it was just so damn serious. Uh, this season has been fun and exciting and really, really explores some dark stuff and doesn't take any prisoners. There's a you know, high body count, but it's done in a really powerful way. Um, I don't think that's much of a spoiler, but um, the new additions to the cast are really awesome. Um, they don't have a speedster villain, which is amazing. So it's just a joy to watch, so easy to watch. It's um, There's a reason why it's the best uh, um, comic book show on TV. It's just outstanding. Season four has been phenomenal. Cool. Good to hear it. So, yeah, two two stars, uh, two thumbs up at the moment. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Four seasons in. Is it for this season or for the show as a whole? Uh, for this season, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Season, um, season three was about one one thumb up. Uh, season yeah. two was like one thumb down. Whoa. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and season one was two thumbs up. Oh, so this sure. is like back yeah. to, yeah. It's really, really solid, yeah. yeah. What they've done with all the characters are great, especially Iris. Iris is just fantastic. Interesting. Okay. I'll add it to my list. <laughs> it's a grow. Uh, it's a growing list. I'm just looking over at my uh, little pile of DVDs. I've got all the um, the Marvel DVDs to be watched oh, either again or for the first time. And I'm like, it's still quite a big pile, but we'll get and there. Rebels. And, and Rebels. Re- and I've got the four, the three DVDs on top. Rebels, which I'll get to. I'll get mm. to. Yeah. Well, what what about you, Mister Fulcher? Uh, well, after last week, I went on a bit of a rampage and watched everything. <laughs> I watched a lot. Um, uh, I pretty much watched everything aside from two things that I was going to watch this week. One being Peter Rabbit, but I couldn't be bothered. And the other one was the uh, Wrinkle in Time. There was like some advanced screening. Uh, oh, cool. I, j- I couldn't be bothered, so I stayed home and watched some other things <laughs> instead. Just reread um, the book. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've also, yeah, been catching up on all those DC shows. I think my fatigue is kind of gone because I'm back on all of them now. Um, I agree with nice. you, Rob. The Flash is just right back at its peak. It's just fun. There's no annoying characters as well. I got really annoyed at pretty much every character in season three, whereas with this one, <laughs> I'm only kind of annoyed with Iris only because she's acting as the leader. And I'm like, well, why Why are you the leader? <laughs> But at the same time, they're doing stuff with the character, which I really like. Um, uh, yeah, and everything about that show is really good. Supergirl isn't back yet. Still got about a month until that one returns. Um, Arrow just got better. <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm probably not going to drop it. I was it. worried for a moment there. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that this is the last season, though, because they're just doing a bunch of stuff that feels like if it's not the last season, why are you bothering? Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, and... 
Legends of Tomorrow as, as well is also the best that it's ever been. Um, they got rid of a bunch of cast members and it just helped the show be f- fun again, I guess. I don't... <laughs> it just helps it feel fresh. Okay. Legends is a show that um, I've been saying should have a, like... The, the majority of the cast should leave for a long time. I've always kind of been pushing that. And so they have finally done it. And uh, and it's worked really, really well. Um, and it seems like Constantine is going to be a member of the regular cast next year, which I'm really keen for because he's it, great. If it get, yeah, if it gets a fourth season, he'll be a, he'll be a regular, which is very exciting because uh, Matt Ryan should get more work as Constantine. He is just perfect. Take yeah, that, sure. Keanu Reeves. I was going to say, this, we're talking <laughs> exactly. like the Keanu Reeves Constantine-like... No, uh, we're talking the real Hellraiser Constantine. Right, 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 right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, so there was a TV show like 2015. It got cancelled. So oh, that's right. The I never Arrow watched that. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also watched a bunch of films that I've been hanging out to see for a while. Mm-hmm. I'll just quickly go through them. Uh, yeah. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which came out last year that I never really missed, but I was hoping to see. Huh. Um, how to explain it? It's... <laughs> It's kind of like a cross between the prequels and the new Star Trek films. So it's super CGI. Okay. Uh, just really aimed at a younger audience as well. Um, but I've kind of liked it. Okay. Uh, Cara Delevingne, um, I think is how you say her name. She was one of the leads. She was actually pretty good. Probably the best I've seen her. Dane DeHaan, though, uh, is awful. Um, he's never good in anything. Uh, but yeah, I have heard. I have heard that it should have just been her film. That's what everyone's been saying. Yeah, definitely. But it's based on a French comic book, isn't it? Yes, and you can tell that because uh, it's very concept heavy. Um, very. There isn't really a. There isn't. Yeah, there, there isn't really a story. Just a bunch of action sequences with some with some cool concepts. Um, so I liked it. I feel like if it came out. Back when I thought the prequels were flawless, so when I was maybe seven <laughs> or something, I would have loved this. There was but a now time. That oh, bless you! I like the prequel. I still kind of like them. Hey, They're I like respect that. I respect that the you guilty pleasures now, though. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Go with your heart. I still, as we know, love the Lara Croft Angelina Jolie film, and I'm going to stand <laughs> exactly. by that forever. I don't care. I'm not ashamed. Don't care. <laughs> Is it uh, the- oh, yeah, and Valerian would get, like, a schmack, so... Okay. Um, uh, also, after last week, saw Goodbye, Christopher Robin, the Domino Gleeson, Margot Robbie film, uh, which is really good. I give it one thumb up. I find most biopics really just not personal, like... Who's the bi- really- who, who's, whose bio is it? So, so it's the bio of the guy who wrote the books and also the real Christopher Robin, so, like, the actual kid right. that it was based oh, off. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, he was real. It's good. I, it's a little long. There are some sequences that probably could have been cut, but all in all, pretty good. Not quite on the same level of like Molly's Game or I Tonya, but it's a pretty okay. good one. I just keep rewatching that new trailer for the new one, and I just like every time it's like thirty seconds long, and every time I'm like <gasps> it's so beautiful. <laughs> um, and finally, finally, uh, I. Finally, I finally saw... Yeah, sure. <laughs> I saw The Florida Project by Sean Baker, yeah. the director of Tangerine. Oh, excellent. Fascinating. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of the best films ever. Two thumbs up all the wow. way. You have, you have to see this the one. The trailer did nothing like a documentary. Okay. Because the, the film doesn't really have a plot. There is no okay. plot. It's just yeah. a bunch of events that culminate in a really, really sad ending that really affected me. Right. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, so two thumbs up. Go watch. Who's the, the um, who's the main actor in that? 
William Defoe. William Defoe. He's right. kind of the main actor. I guess yep. he's the main name. Everyone else, it's like he's the one I've seen on the trailer. Film. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, yeah. No. Really good. Is that still in cinema? That's still in cinemas. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, I think it's still at Nova. This might be its last week. Cool. And yeah, that's all I've been watching. So I just kind of went <laughs> that's on the page and watched everything. Yeah. As I've always <laughs> said, you? I think you must have a time turner because I don't know how you have time to watch all the things you watch and be the people's Sandro and work and eat and sleep. But you know what? You're young, so it's fine. What about you? I, uh, finally... Thank you to lend, for lending them to me, boys. I uh, started watching Rebels. I'm only I'm four episodes in, four, five episodes in, and I'm ready for a change of formula now. Like, I think it'll, like, I've just, I just, I don't know what I expected. My expectations were, my expectations were very high, very, very high. Um, so I kind of, like, got four episodes in. I was like, so it's kind of giving me Firefly vibes at the moment. Um, a group of sort of misfits, uh, outlaws that keep getting into trouble on certain jobs and then running into the Empire. Um, and that's kind of been the formula for the last four episodes. And I'm sure it's going to have to change because it can't, you can't go on for however many seasons doing that. Um, but I'm confident. So it's not, it's not a bad thing. I'm just I'm ready for a, a development to happen. Um, but I really, I'm really enjoying the animation, which I was saying I, I'm a bit funny about animation sometimes. It gets it takes me a little while to get into it, um, but I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying the characters. Um, I really dislike the main character. Am I meant to dislike him? <laughs> no, yeah. everyone, everyone that we've talked to dislikes Ezra. <laughs> okay, yeah, he really gets some. I'm like, just shut up and just listen. Yeah. But that's the youth, right? Um, millennials, man. Um, <laughs> but I smashed out in a few sittings, um, the, uh, a little book you might have all heard of called Ready Player One. Um, so I was determined to finish that before the movie came out, um, and I did, and I loved it. Um, it's I've, I've been reading a bit about it. It's really divided people, this book. Um, you kind of either love it or you hate it. Um, it's – I can understand why people would hate it if you're not – either have if you either have no idea about any 70s or 80s pop culture whether that be video games movies or video, or um music or hate it so if you hate the 70s and the 80s you're going to hate this book because <laughs> it's mostly that's what it's about um don't really want to give too much away cuz i assume there'll be a few people going into the movie without reading the book um but yeah no i i loved it i smashed it out i enjoyed his writing style a lot um, I enjoyed all the references because I'm a big dork. Um, yeah, that, I give it two thumbs up. Like I, I don't smash out a book unless I'm enjoying it. So um, I'm really excited to see how it translates into a film. I think it tr- will translate really well. Just the way that's paced. A lot of people have said that it's too slow. They found it too slow. Um, I think it's paced pretty well. Any faster and it would be a little bit chaotic and I wouldn't have enjoyed it. So... Um, the trailer for the film makes it seem really fast-paced, and I actually got really put off by the trailer. But then when I read the book, up, it made a little bit more sense. So fear not if you've watched the trailer and you think it's going to be too chaotic. Probably will be, but if it's if it goes along the way the book does, I think it'll be um, it'll be really good. So yes. Other than that, um, not much. The footy's back, so <laughs> been watching a bit of the footy. Um, that uh, new new season of RuPaul's Drag Race, which is always a bit of fun on a Friday <laughs> night. Um, so yes, that is that's been my consumption 
for the last week. Thank you for asking, world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Jen's lost the plot once again. Uh, So, yes, that's what we've been consuming for the last week and a bit. Um, So, I guess that's time to move on to... The nerd news headlines. Over to you, Sandro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Never too sick to do the news. The news music. Never. The music. <laughs> Never the news music. The music. Never too sick for that. Uh, but yes, our our head anchor, Sandro, take it away. <laughs> sure. Uh, we'll start <laughs> sure. with trailers as we always do. I uh, got the first technically. Full story based trailer for Deadpool two. Yep. It seems like they are going to call it Deadpool two, which is a bit annoying. I was hoping for untitled Deadpool sequel, but that's fine. Yeah, that would. Um, yeah, we got some story points on this, so we now know that Cable is coming from the future to kill that <gasps> kid. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker with the fire powers. What's it seems with like he has got old men coming now. back from the future to kill young boys. Well, that that's because that is an actual yeah. story plot. Yeah, so Cable no. has always kind of been just but, a Terminator yeah. to rip off. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. That's his character. Okay. So he's yeah, the, he's the son of Scott Summers, isn't he? Um, I think so. In a yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a story. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, and also, this film uh, confirms the existence of the X-Force, which we knew was yeah. going to happen eventually, but they're going to introduce it uh, in Deadpool 2, um, which is basically the X-Men, but comedy uh, in the comics. <laughs> That's basically yep. what the X-Force is. Um, I thought the trailer was a little bit... I thought, thought it gave away a little bit too much, but I enjoyed, yeah, me too. I enjoyed a lot of it. What did you think? Um, I thought it was great. I really thought yeah. it was kick-ass. It was really cool, really funny. Uh, great moments in there. Great, no- great nods to the wider X Men universe. Great stuff like you know Deadpool in Xavier's <laughs> wheelchair, which was hilarious. Oh yeah, I missed that. Um, I need to rewatch it. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I'm very, very excited. I thought, yeah, I, I'm just not worried about this film. Like the trailer was cool. I, I agree with you, Sandra. I think gave a little bit, a little bit away. Um, but what I saw, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I can get into this. It's just nice to have a little bit mm. more Deadpool, really, in your life. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, like, sure. they could have bought, bought out a, like, laid an egg in a trailer and I would have still not been worried about the film. So. <laughs> got another trailer, the first full trailer, because the, the last thing that we got from this was, like, the opening scene or something. But for the upcoming Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, which is out in June, 10 episodes, um... Okay, first of all, I just want to quickly give some background on these characters, because in the comics, they get their powers because of drugs. You have been talking about it quite a lot. You have been talking about this quite a lot, Sandra, yeah. so I'm very interested to hear your thoughts. So, in the comics, they're a bunch of teenagers, and Ooh. from memory, I think they overdose and get superpowers. <laughs> in this, Great. it very much seems like they have been kind of sent together by some sort of mythical power, uh, which is a massive That's disappointment not fun. for me. It's not fun. We've seen this before. I've seen it before. Overdosing? Not so much. Yeah. Um, but uh, aside from that, it looks pretty good. It looks quite dark, which I I think I've said how much I'm kind of over the dark Marvel shows at the moment, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, and all the effects look pretty good. Cast look great. So I'm excited for it. But the moment they kind of said, we're being drawn together 
because we, we've been chosen by the gods. I'm like, ah, no, they, it, it's drugs. It should be drugs. It's, tr- it's anyway, drugs, guys. You've been drawn together by drugs and you're being pulled <laughs> apart by them too. I, d- I don't know anything about Cloak and Dagger, so um, it's all new to me. Do you think you're going to watch it, though? Does this trailer, like, give you... I'm one of those people, I like, and I'm doing it again this time, where I watch a trailer and go, oh, this is giving me blah vibes. And that gave me Misfits vibes. Um, don't know why. I think I just, that's what I was feeling. Um, I'll probably watch it. What's it coming out on? It should be Stan. Cool. Yeah, look, I'll give it a go. Runaways came out on Stan. Yeah. I think Runaways was I mean, Stan, it's not going to so be at the top fun. of my list. But look, if we if we want to review it, then I'll be forced to watch it, and it'll go to the top of my list. <laughs> so if you want me to watch it, Sandro, yeah. you know what to do. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it looks fine. Are you going to watch it, Rob? Yeah. No. Shmet. We'll see how we go. If they have the if they have the John Williams Superman theme in there, I might watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great crossover. That'd be a great crossover. <laughs> nice. And that's all the news. That's the news. I'm so glad that you're up for that, Rob. I, I look forward to that <laughs> moment every episode. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, well, I guess we'll uh, move on to our main review. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we all went to see Pacific Rim Uprising. We got a little sneak peek of a few scenes when we went to the um, uh, Q&A premiere thing that we went to. I don't really know what it was called, to be honest. Um, so we got a, a little sneak peek, but we got to see the film in its full glory. It's big, loud, full glory um, <laughs> during the week. Rob, are you feeling up for taking the full review for leading this section? Because you're very, sure. you're very so, good um, at it. Uh, very let's, good at let's, it. let's go with the nig- original initial yeah. uh, reaction. You saw it first, Jen, so what I was did. your... Initial um, reaction. I went to the premiere and I got to have my picture taken. Um, I, I really, I had fun. Like I knew going in what I was going to expect because a Pacific Rim, b we got to see some scenes pretty much like bookending. Uh, we didn't get to see the ending, but we got to see start, middle, and toward the end um, scenes. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun and loud and dumb, and yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Had a good time. What about you, Sandro? Uh, yeah, I there's stuff I liked. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't like. Um, I was expecting fun. What I got was tedious, just obnoxious, just <laughs> Hollywood stuff that I really don't like. It's called Pacific Rim Uprising. It really should be called Plot Armor the Movie. Uh, no one should have survived this. Um, True. It's really unrealistic but that's the point but it's unrealistic in terms of what the first film set up i feel like it kind of looked at the first film when these are all the universe rules that you created but we're not going to stick to any of them uh, right. and that just made me not care i just didn't they were like f you universe yeah. yeah uh yeah. so i didn't care i think is my initial reaction did you have fun the at of the any film. point did you have fun at any point? I liked a couple of the robot-on-robot <laughs> fighting. Sure. That's when good. I had fun, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, John Boyega is always great, so he was good as well. Yeah. He brings the fun. I agree with you yeah. on on some of the tedious stuff, but then I just kind of forgot about it when the big fight scenes came, and I was like, yeah, I'm a sucker for that. Mm. What about you, Rob? Yeah. It, it, I was aware that it wasn't going to have the same 
visual flair that uh, Del Toro brought to it in the first one. Yeah. And, you, and, and that pretty much played up. It was very much paint by numbers with the fight scenes. It was a bold decision to do all the fight scenes during the day. That was really cool. So yeah, you can hide point. behind the night scenes and stuff like that. Um, but there wasn't anything really creative or like out of the box play with the with the mon- with the kaiju Jaeger fights like you know in the first one you know that impromptu type of ability just to pick up a freighter and use it <laughs> as a baseball bat that type of stuff is really interesting about the first one um so it sort of like went by the numbers in each Jaeger had their own skill set and they kind of did their thing so it wasn't it didn't break the boundaries of what it could have done with the sequel. It kind of just did more of the same without the same flair. Um, I always mm. expect big, dumb films with these. Um, I thought uh, uh, John Boyega was fantastic, really, really good. Um, it was great that they brought back uh, Charlie Day and Bern Gorman. They were really cool. Mm. Um, they, were always, they were good in the first one. They were great in this one. Um, uh, Scott Eastwood was, was, was trying my patience. Was He was Scott Eastwood. <laughs> He, yeah. yeah, so Scott Eastwood. He was an um, Eastwood. And, yeah, and the kids were a little bit schmear. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. I didn't go, I didn't go in with any expectations. I just yep. wanted to go, okay, give me another Pacific Rim. Yeah, I found, um, when you mentioned the kids, I found uh, the girl, the main girl, um, Amara Nami- Namani, to just, I was like, go away. <laughs> yeah. Really? I think she was my favorite performance in the entire film. Like, the main one, yeah? I warmed, I did warm to her. Um, the scene that we got to see at the question and answer, which is like one of the opening scenes where we first meet her, I was just like, oh, just, you're annoying me. And yeah, I warmed to her, but I still, performance yeah, was I good, but the character well. I didn't like. I think maybe I wasn't meant to. Okay, well, let's, let's look anyway. at the cast. Let's look at uh, uh, the man leading the charge, Mr. Yeah. John Boyega, playing um, uh, Idris Elba's son. From the, uh, from Idris Elba was, of course, in the first one. Um, and now John Boyega is stepping yep. up, playing Jake Pentecost. Jake Pentecost. Um, how do we find him? Great. I do worry that we're going to, I don't know, he's going to run out of things to do. I don't know if the funny, if he'll... What do you mean? I don't know. I like... I don't want to say one trick pony because I love him, but I worry that he, <laughs> as an actor, I don't know if his range as an actor can take him much further than the two kind of characters we've seen him play. I haven't seen Attack the Block though, so I'm only going off of Star Wars and this film. No, he's he's actually quite unlikable in Attack the Block. He's really quite, you know, yeah, him and the boys of uh, the gang that are involved in that are really quite not likable so okay. it's really interesting to see that now he's become this representation of the everyman really yeah really likable mm. I'd say he was pretty unlikable in this though like he had a lot of charisma but um yeah I didn't like like his character at all I was like I don't agree with anything that you're saying or okay. I'm not necessarily rooting for you I was rooting for um yeah the kid instead rather than him I was like yeah yep. you're just there okay as the name to bring everyone in. And um, for some reason, he kept doing this thing, which really annoyed me, where he kept talking about how attractive he is or how attractive Scott Eastwood is to this 15-year-old kid. I was like, okay, what are you doing that for, like, every 20 minutes of this film? I like that. I like that. That was kind of cool. I like the, uh, you know, I like that kind of, you know, delivery. It was really cool to have uh, that style of comedy in it, which was quite positive and embracing of, you know, not... You know, using anything against people. It was really, really cool. Mm. 
Yeah. Okay, next up we had Scott Eastwood as Nate Lambert. And he pretty much did what he says on the tin, didn't he? He just kind of like just showed up and was like a, a, chis- a you know, chiseled features with eyes. Tried not to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was a good yin to uh, John Boyega's yang, I think, in that they kind of were the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, in that work, they, I think there was a, they had a little some, some good chemistry on screen. Like the scene in the kitchen was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, as a character as a whole, like I will probably wouldn't lead him, like follow him into a battle. <laughs> I'd follow John Boyega, but probably not Scott Eastwood, because I'd be like, I'd be yeah, worried. He doesn't have. Yeah. He looks very pretty, but he has no natural charisma on screen, and he's pretty much an actor by numbers. You very can see wooden. Him working. Yep. He knows how he's turning his head, how he's delivering his lines, how he's, uh, you know, how he knows how he's appearing on screen. There's mm. nothing natural about his approach, which is really annoying. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a, he, he's trying really hard, whereas John Boyega just is just just doing his thing, and it's working for him. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, then we've got uh, uh, Kaylee uh, Spaney, who plays Amara uh, Namini, who's the one of the newer characters. New characters. She has her own uh, uh, one-person operated Jaeger called Scrapper that she's built herself. She has a traumatic past, of course, with anyone connected with the Jaeger. And um, uh, our thoughts on her? Yeah, yeah, I really liked her. Good actress. Yeah, I thought her performance was good. Didn't like the character very much. But that's fine. Yeah, I was a little bit annoyed by the character, but I think she's a very good actress. But then at the same time, thinking yeah. back now, like, she was a f- 15-year-old girl. That's She was hot-headed at times, and she wasn't didn't want to listen to anybody, but then she realized she needed to, and then she found a mentor and got a little less annoying. So in a way, like, she, I didn't like her, but she was the performance was spot on. Teenagers. Am I right, Sandro? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had the return of uh, Rico uh, Kirachi uh, playing uh, Mako Mori, who's mm-hmm. um, uh, John Boyega, uh, Jake Pentecost's um, uh, stepsister, who was in yep. the first Pacific Rim. She was excellent in that. Yeah, I really like her. I don't really remember her in the first one, but she was pretty good in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was great in the first one. She was nominated for an Oscar for uh, Babel years ago. Okay. Um, oh. And so, yeah. Um, was, yeah, shame we didn't see more of her. That's all I can say without spoiling. Mm. Uh, Charlie Day and Bern Gorman were really good. I love what they did with um, uh, with Newt. I think it was a really good development for him. It was yep. really quite yeah horrifying. Mm. Nah, Charlie Day's not good. I don't like him. <laughs> I haven't seen him in anything in about. He did what he did in this. I think he just d- does what Charlie Day does. He just kind of plays a, like loud and like lots of hands and very head yeah. and I don't know. He did what he does best and that's what they needed, I think, in that character and he just delivered it. So Yeah, and Bern Gorman is just like, he was he's so good. over the top, but I loved it. He is so, yeah, especially compared to his work on Torchwood where he's quite such a slimy, you know, <laughs> sexualized character. Mm. He's like completely playing the opposite of that. He Bit of great. a sweetie. Yeah, I liked him in yeah. this. Um, yeah. yeah, but couldn't I couldn't get on board with Charlie Day at all. <laughs> so. That's fair, and a lot of people can. Uh, that that whole like yeah, he can be a little bit. He can rub you the wrong way. So, um, are we ready to move into spoilers? So, should we do our score rating and then move into spoilers? Have we talked about the fights yet? That, that's a big part about this. We'll talk about Were the fights. fights any good? I did like the fights. I did like how 
I liked how they were shot during the daytime, so you could really see all the action, all the movements. So yeah. they really said, no, let's not do any night scenes. Let's not hide behind any of that darkness. Um, yeah. But they weren't as, like I said, they weren't as creative or didn't have a flair to them like the first one. The first one had some mm. really interesting, like, in the water. Yeah. Yeah. It can be hard yeah. when you're doing something that we've seen before. Like, we know we're not impressed or, like, surprised by it when two big things are fighting. Um I just found the weapon choice a bit, like, it looks cool, but it's not really great in hand-to-hand combat. So that kind of, like, put me off watching, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's on the trailer, um, like, the whip. One of them has, like, a whip. I'm like, that's a shit weapon. You throw it once, he's going to grab it or you're going to lose it. You're going to have to reel it back in and it's just not, I can see where they went, this will look really cool and it does. It looks rad. Yeah. But it, I was still, I couldn't get it, my head around, away from the, like, that's dumb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's not a good weapon. Why would you why would you arm someone with that when it's kind of like not that great? That's just um, me though. I think I preferred the Jaegers in this one though. I think they had more personality. Just mm. their designs were better mm-hmm. than the ones in okay. the first one. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, even though they weren't as practical as the ones in the first one. But that that's always going to happen like that's just what, are they all new? I, I haven't seen the first film in a long time, so I can't remember. Are they, are they all new Jaegers, or are they... I think they're all new, aside from Gypsy. Yeah, yep. Gypsy was in the first one. That was uh, uh, Charlie Hoffman's character. Okay. Read that. Mm. Hence um, the reason she gets all the, like, fanfare, I suppose. Yeah, true. Yeah. Visually, there were a lot of moments where the CGI looked really bad. Not oh, in yeah. terms of the, the monsters or the robots or anything, but in terms of uh, the people running on the street trying to escape <laughs> the robots and monsters looked bad. Like, like, like looked really, there really bad. There was one bit in Tokyo where I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty obvious cuts. Um, and, and I really like the director, but you can tell where he's come from because the majority of character shots in this are really really close up um, there were some real close ups wasn't there and when you're in 3D you're kind of like Mm-mm. that's probably my only thing in terms of the directing is like just don't way too many close ups the cinematography as well just yeah. pull back yeah. just pull back we get that the cast are attractive you know <laughs> sure but just pull back come on just come back a little bit <laughs> we were reminded that they were attractive at the question and answer <laughs> very many times <laughs> anyway okay uh, your scores let's go scores and then uh spoilers so what do you give it uh jen uh again this like this this rating system gets me but so it would be a, for me a three out of five so i get it gets a high mm. schmeh so it's a schmeh okay. i guess a, a really high pitched schmeh because i had a good time well, didn't think it was a great film, but I had a good time. So, schmeh. <laughs> okay, what about you, Sandra? Um, I zoned out way too much to give it a schmeh. Uh, there were long, long periods of this film where I was like, I don't care about anything that's going on <laughs> right now. Um, you clearly didn't have free popcorn. Well, that's true. I was in true. the euphoria, you see. That's very true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't... I think... I think I, I, mm, I am leaning towards one thumb down because that's two out of five and because, yeah, I just didn't care at all. Even though I liked quite a few moments, I just couldn't have fun with this one, like the first one. Um, Okay. None of the heart was there. So, yeah. So, one thumb down for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Robert. Wow. I give it a sh- I give it a schmep. Yeah. I give it a schmep. So. It's interesting that you say you couldn't have fun with it because I thought the first film was too... 
took itself too seriously. So I found when okay. I was watching the first thing, I was going, oh, really? Oh, rolling my eyes because the script was so bad that they were taking it so seriously. <laughs> Whereas in this one, maybe not the, the like human-to-human scenes, but any of the action scenes and things, I thought were really, I don't know, were more fun. But then, it's, yeah. as I said, it's been a while since I've seen the first one, so maybe I'm being too hard on it in hindsight. I think the only action sequence I'd kind of zoned out on is the final half of the final fight that really annoyed me that we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, agreed. The fights were fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's kind of like a King Kong Skull Island situation where you're like, does the great fights kind of outweigh the bad characters with that film I found fun all the way through? I came for the fights and I'm not about the dialogue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, fair. All right, spoilers. Let's go through spoilers. Uh, um, tell us about the last scene, Sandro, then. Yeah. Oh, how all the monsters, they all become one monster, <laughs> and then they don't fight the monster. They just go, oh, go walk to that volcano and we'll blow it up. Yeah. That <laughs> whole thing that's like, it's all about Mount Fuji. I was like, of course it yeah, fucking is that- about Mount Fuji. <laughs> I was just like, I don't care anymore. I'm out of here, basically. Yeah, Um, yeah, it was like... Yeah, yeah, I agree. But then the film just ends after that. There's no epilogue at all. It just ends. I kind of liked that. It just ended, actually. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I hate epilogues. But I don't know. And then there's, like, the post-title sequence, which, yeah, we'll get to later. But that also really annoyed me. Yeah. I just kind of went... Toward the end, it was like... Oh, we can shoot. We can use the rocket booster to shoot up in the atmosphere. And I was like, okay. And then we're gonna like come back down, but you'll burn up in reentry. That's fine. Uh, also, now we've only got one escape pod. Okay. Now the escape pod won't work. Okay. Now scrap is there. Okay. Like, of course, it's just like all at once. Everything goes wrong. Um, but also, like, they were burning up in reentry. They had a big fucking hole in the front of their Jaeger, and they didn't die. Oh, true. I was like a massive yeah. hole in the front, yeah. and they were burning up. Yet they were cool. I was like, okay, now I'm I'm not into that, um, but yeah, no, the it was a bit of a cop out, I think. Like you said, they kind of didn't really they had this big moment where all the little monsters made a big monster, and then they didn't really get to engage with it very much. Yeah, those little yeah, things no, creeped really. me out. Yeah, I'm also not a fan of sequels that make everything seem planned out. So one thing I loved about the the first one was they were like, it's just a fact of life. There are giant monsters and giant Jaegers just going at yeah. it all the time. Whereas with this one, it was Charlie Day spent 10 years planning out this big event. And he also has a, a brain at home with that incredibly awkward sequence. I was like, that was I just really care. weird. I Yeah, I, I'd forgotten about the um, one of the creatures that get in his head, um, the per- of them. Precursors, precursors. Thank you. I've forgotten about that whole thing. And I think that the film would be better without them. Like, yeah. if it was just a bunch of kaiju, like, found a hole in the, in the you know, dimensions and came through and tried to kill everybody. That's fine. I don't mm. need it to be a big grand plan by some alien species to yeah. terraform us. Yeah, and that's what always annoys me about sci-fis, is when the, the, the sequel is there to explain the events of the first one. That's what I was really worried about with Stranger Things, was that they would yeah. explain everything. Yeah. Thankfully, they didn't. But, um, yeah, like, with this one, it was just the whole... Everything was planned out, and there's more stuff happening, and we got to go and fight them in their world. And I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're coming to you. 
Um, I actually liked that part. I was really cool to, you know, I was thinking that would be very, very cool. So, and that's the next step in the process. You can't just go through the same thing. Yeah, change it up. True. Because that, that's what I was worried about. I was like, is this just going to be Pacific Ring, Rim M2, which I guess it was. Um, but at first I was like, oh, well, the, dement- the, like, the breach is closed, so there can't be any kaiju coming through. And then they're like, no, we're going to let some come through. And I was like, okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think they have to move it along somewhere. And going to their universe might be yeah, pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere. It could have even been at the Q&A where Denight said that he wants to turn this into like a universe with the main saga films and then the spin-offs and everything. And I think that's oh, yeah. why I didn't like the ending because it kind of went, okay, <laughs> I guess this is going to become a big thing now if this makes a lot Swear of money. And it is making a, a lot of money, yeah. so we're probably going to make it. We're probably going to see another one. But yeah, and I'll probably see it. Awesome. Any other spoilers we want to get out there and talk about? Uh, oh, the sister died. That yeah, killing shame. off her was sad. Yeah, that was annoying. They should have kept her on. She was a, a good asset to the to the to the <laughs> franchise. But the death of the guy that was kind of running the base as well, where he just turned around and was like, ah, the and whatever it was came <laughs> flying through, and I was like, that was that was dumb. I don't know why. I just found that really funny. And kind of dumb. It's pretty much the same as Akbar's death, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is a bit. Like, okay. And go. you're dead. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, um, what else? The music was good, though. I like the music. Yeah. Yeah, I love the theme. Yeah, the Pacific Rim theme is very, very cool. I did the classic moment of when they were like, uh, it'll create a chain reaction all the way around the Pacific Rim. And I was like, it's the name of the film. Because I never really knew why it was called Pacific Rim. I just kind of thought it was a really bad and kind of suggestive name um, that people use in jokes. And now I know why it's called that. So I had an awakening during that film. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's absolutely beautiful. I often do that with titles where I just kind of just go, oh, that's the name of the film and don't think anything more out about it. And then I go, oh, that's why it's called that. That's cool. Hmm. I see what happened in that boardroom meeting. Cool, and that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much all we can talk about. You've heard our reviews of what we thought of Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah. 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 Well, if you've got any uh, opinions on the film, feel free to send us to send us a line. Um, oh, drop no. us a line. Um, send us an email. That. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's very sweet, Sandro. Um, gives us a bit of a bit, bit of character. Um, Drop us or send us a line. You can email us at feedback.nerdout at gmail.com or uh, on Facebook. We're all, uh, we're all on Facebook. Oh, we've got an Instagram now as well. Um, yeah, you can find us if you pretty. Google Nerd Out Podcast. It's also uh, our handle is at nerd underscore out underscore podcast. Um, it's, uh, it's, just, it's in its early days, um, but it means that we'll be able to share um, some content when we're out at events. Um, announcements of new episodes and things and it all be linked to our facebook so if you're not into instagram you'll mm. still get to see everything that's cool um so chuck us a follow we'll follow you back follow for follow um uh yeah if you've got some opinions on the film or if you've got something that you want us to review um send shoot us shoot it over to us uh chuck us a review on itunes if i can do it you can mm-hmm. it's not actually that difficult once i figured out how to do it um until next time, get some uh, get some more nerdy things in you. Cons- consume away, really. In the in the <laughs> meantime, uh, so yeah. Until then, don't forget to nerd out.
just listening to Nerd Out, featuring Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears, and Sandra Felchett. We'd like to thank RTI and the Ace Radio Network for allowing us to record in their studios. This has been an improbable podcast production. The views expressed are those of the speaker and don't necessarily reflect those of the upper speakers or the network. The opening and closing music for the show is Denial by Dark Shadows. No copyright infringement towards any of the topics we discussed was intended. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.